and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode number 17, and I'm joined by a very special guest. He is the Nuketown Dragon himself, Boom Harden. What's going on, brother? I'm up, man. It's just chilling, enjoying my Wednesday night in, I guess. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey, you gotta you gotta get rested. You gotta get all things because you got some busy weeks coming up. So and that's what we're here to talk about today. So not nearly as busy as I want them to be, but still blessed to have what I have, make the best of it. Hey, definitely. Hey, that's the best way to look at it. Again, like it might not be as busy, but it's definitely a lot of crazy stuff going on. Cause like we're mm-hmm. we're definitely gonna start off with with that with that crazy matchup happening Sunday. But before we get to all that, before we start plugging everything away and the reason people are here too. But we got to talk about this because, again, name of the podcast is Respect the Craft. I got to ask you, when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean to you? When I hear the craft, I mean, I think of art form. I think of effort. I think of hard work that makes something that's really made by hand because that's the definition of the craft, something made by hand. And what we do in wrestling, that is making art with our hands, with our bodies, with our minds. So that's what I think of when I hear the craft and also the classic 1996 movie with um yeah the craft yeah i love the craft there you go see i, I love that someone got that reference too i always get the joke of two things either that movie or people try to make fun of the the mac and cheese stuff i'm like I just just try to quote the movie at one point <laughs> yeah man so there we go but no definitely that's a that's a great definition there because that's why i try to i created with this podcast is given that respect because it is an art form. It is something that we do, again, do some crazy things for, putting our bodies on the line, using, again, it's it's the term, it's that blood, sweat, and tears, and legit what it is for this great business. So it's always, and there we go. We got Pro Wrestling R already in the chat saying, what's Woo! going on? What's up, Pro Wrestling R? Don't worry, we're going we gonna to get to that, that, uh, that rise matchup in a little bit. We got to talk about that too. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. So. We gotta jump in because again, this is this is huge here. The you're stepping into the limelight once again this Sunday, and not only are you doing that, but you're stepping in against Lince Dorado, Lucha yep. Lit himself. He's calling himself the mayor of Pride Land. He tried to take over CMD, but Unc Deshaun Pratt and you kind of made sure he knew his place when it comes to CMD. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. What are your thoughts going into a matchup like this against? Again, one of the right now, one of the best luchadors going today. So my match with Lucha Dorado, I really think is a long time coming because in my entire time training, my entire time working, my entire time wrestling, I've always envisioned that one match that I think has potential to put me on the map. And I think it looks like a duck, but it's quite like a duck. Quite quite this is that match. Well it's very special for personal reasons as well because Lince Dorado is actually from Camden, New Jersey. So it's something it's something special in the making where you have two guys from very similar backgrounds, very different paths, meeting in a wrestling ring. Yeah. And that, that is something, again, you guys have almost started to tell that story for a while now because when you had your, uh, I want to say it was Limelight 2, when you guys had that match set up for you guys against uh, Mike Walker, if I'm not mistaken, is his name, correct? Yep, Mike Walker. Yep. yep. So with that matchup, again, that's where 
we kind of saw Linsa Dorado start getting involved. He started getting his nose into, again, you guys with Camden there. He wanted to start making that statement that, oh, he's the guy that, that has Camden on his back. Last month, he got a little bit of taste with Unk. Now on Sundays with you. So when you, when you get an opportunity like this, and again, you're representing Camden, New Jersey. He is. What are you thinking to make sure that, again, people are going to remember your name on Sunday? How are you, how are you prepping for that? I think whenever somebody goes into matchups like these, they think I have to match what the person, the name, the star is bringing to the table. Or my mindset is he needs to keep up with me. He needs to match my pace. He needs to match my style. Ooh, there you go. I like that answer. I like that. Because, again, and again, that's how I try to word it because I want to see because that's, that's something, again, I've been lucky being around the tri-state area, being on this uh, side of the indies. I've gotten to see how you've, how you've matured and how you've grown as a competitor. And hearing that style of yours, that for, that almost ferocity come out of you now, it's a great answer to hear. Like, I've seen how you've grown like that. It's, it's great to hear those kind of responses. And I also also attribute it, and I'm gonna, that was my next question to ask, how has it been with that relationship with, um, with Deshaun Pratt? Because I feel like he's bringing that, that, uh, that second gear almost in you now. Like he's, he's taking you under his wing a little bit and is getting you somewhere too. Being with Deshaun Pratt has been an absolute blessing because I feel like I've had plenty of mentors in my life in the wrestling, but I've never had one that reminded me so much of me. Because I see Deshaun Pratt, I see somebody that's very similar to me. We're both nerds. We both talk very properly at times. And we both have an undying love of wrestling. And also just like the work ethic to try to get what we want accomplished done, like we have goals that we've both set for each other. We've talked to each other several times about like what CMD is, what we are representing, where we come from. And I think that when you have somebody with the experience and work ethic that Sean does, somebody with the passion and work ethic that I have, it's truly going to be something beautiful. That's great. That's great. And again, I have to ask again, like again, the whole part of the point of this podcast is that crap. So when I hear that with that ethic, where did that come from? Again, naturally, I can imagine it's something that's already, it's come out of you. So where did that ethic and mindset for this business come from for you? Because then you're still also young in your career and have that mindset already instilled and already have that ready for you. Again, the, the sky's the limit. But where did that come for you? And where did that start to connect there and go piece by piece? Definitely the, my mindset and my work ethic does come from my family, my parents. My parents worked a lot to provide for me and my family. And I'm not going to say we were ever poor, but we were definitely never rich. I think that the amount of work that they put in to provide for my siblings and I really set the presence for like what I bring to wrestling, going in at 110% with whatever you got, with what you got. Gosh. No, and I feel like that that reflects also on how how you are, how you, how you give that presence. Because again, it shows you're not just you're not someone that's getting it handed to you either in that ring. You're earning your keep. You're earning your spots, and it's it, it comes off like again. We can talk about with the promos you've been delivering. You see it. You hear it. It shows. And even again, like one of the great uh, people in podcasting and in wrestling journalism, Mike Johnson, he picked up that that promo of yours, and he talked about how you could hear it. You could hear that how your voice is, has become. You found your voice in wrestling. And that's always great to hear. And you see that. And again, it's it's great because you're part of our, our tri-state. You're representing this area. And to see that, uh, I'm so happy to hear it. And I'm glad I could 
hearing a little bit of your story now, it, it, it makes sense. You see it now. It starts to connect there. I'm really glad to hear that, especially about the Mike Johnson thing, because I remember like I remember meeting Mike Johnson, I want to say about five years ago at Cage of Death, back when, before I even started training. Uh, I remember at this point, I was just like trying to, I was that annoying little kid that kept bugging everybody like, hey, uh, would it be okay if I helped out a show, maybe like grab a few chairs or whatnot? I was that annoying ass little kid. And I remember just like seeing Mike Johnson, meeting him, talking to him about old ECW, because at this point, like I was like way in the catalogs of ECW and whatnot. And we just yep. had a conversation about like what we liked about wrestling, things we didn't like, how we wanted things to be. And so to see him pick up on a promo I put out a few months ago, that really did mean a lot. No. And I, I got to ask with that, like, again, with, with that being said, that even shows you there how, how, again, how young you are in your career. To think that's, that's only a few years ago and to where you're at now, it's a total different aspect now. And that's great to yeah. see. So I got to ask with that, again, you mentioned that was at Cage of Death. So was CZW always the goal with you? CZW was always the goal because when I first learned about what independent wrestling was, CZW was yeah. always one of those things that just kept coming up. Like CZW, okay. CZW. I'm like, what's CZW? Combat yeah. Zone Wrestling, da, 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 Google search, YouTube. Oh, that's CZW. Yeah. Okay. But then after that, you like really go beyond like the paper setting of like all the blood and violence and whatnot. You really see a beautiful historic wrestling company. Like we just celebrated our 23rd anniversary. And to think about all the names and all the tradition, all the great matches that happened in history. I think that's always been something in me to like try to be a part of that in some way. And that, that to you that also after, after knowing that answer, that has to mean something for you to be able to say, you were a part of that anniversary show. Again, that's seeing CZW make it 23 years, that's definitely something insane. Just because, again, in wrestling sometimes, not everything gets to continue. And to say that a company has lasted this long and stayed this strong as well. Because CZW, again, it still has that presence in independent wrestling. When you hear the name CZW, you still think about, again, that great lineage, guys like Joe Gacy, guys like Shane Strickland, Sammy Callahan, and it just got... Masada, the list goes on and on and on. And to think, again, you guys celebrate 23 years, and you got to be a part of that. What did that feel for you to be able to be a part of that immense special night there? It's crazy. If you, like, really look at it all through a vacuum of, like, this kid, like, hanging around CZW, calling the office every day, trying to figure out how you can get a tryout, trying to see what shows you at to, like, actually, like, be – not only a part of the show, but like a pivotal showcase on the show itself, the 23rd anniversary. That's that's mind-boggling, honestly. It still doesn't feel real to me. Yeah. And that I feel like that's the best thing too, because it makes you appreciate it more. When it's those moments that it's like, is this real? Is this happening right now? It gives you that deeper respect for it. Cause it's like when you start to accept it and be like, you know what? Yeah, this is happening. You know what? I earned this spot. And again, like I said, I've gotten to see that growth because when you started your training, I wanted to say I was starting to go around. And I saw you in those young boy days. I saw you around those days of the Casey Navarro's and all that, getting to be a part of the that the blessed crew in a little bit as well. Yeah. So, and to see again now, you're getting that that uh, that guidance with Deshaun Pratt, but you're also coming out on your own now. 
it's not just again it's boom harden being around the click it's boom harden also again stepping out on these other shows as well and doing your own thing so that's great to hear and that's great showing that it's 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 starting to all connect it's starting to be be uh that that path for you and again like i said the sky's the limit there and there's a reason why i definitely wanted to bring you on because not only with this matchup happening on sunday but there's a lot of matches we got to talk about here that again i can imagine you're gonna look forward to showcasing yourself with because we can talk about this next one here too with this okay the the name of it is a little is a little funny here because it's called the funhouse crazy eight so i i want to say it's going to be type of a scramble-ish because it is more of that that luchador style because it is for the number one contendership for the luchador championship yes the american lucha championship the funhouse wrestling america lucha championship so with a matchup like this i can imagine you're looking forward to again now you're on your own here it's a great talent you're going in this alone to try to earn your keep for a championship matchup how do you feel about a matchup like this again this is funhouse wrestling associated with Titan Kids and that whole brand of Titan Championship Wrestling. When you go into a matchup like that, but again, some some great names there. Because you got another one of, again, I, I guess I could say your Dojo Brothers there with Christian yeah, Robinson. You got yep. a, a man that's made his his name as well in CZW and around the Indies in Smiley. So Smiley. How does a matchup like this, when you see this happening, your thoughts on that? Naturally, for a match like this, I mean, you want a game plan for something like this. I mean, like, you have eight individuals there. That means I have to try to game plan for, like, seven different people. But at the end of the day, it's called the crazy eight match. So any game plan I just happen to walk in, in with, that's getting thrown out the window as soon as I soon that bell rings. And well, also, that, like, I'm pretty excited yeah. for, like, the blending of styles in that match because, like, like, I, like you said, you got Smiley in there. You got my boy Christian in there. You got me. I'm going to drop some dudes on the heads. You got Vinny Chenzo. He's going to try to drop some dudes on his head. We want to see that. You got yeah. Dirtbag Dan there. You got Marvelous, the former Lucha champion. You got Hyena Hex. Hyena Hex. Oh, my. I Honestly, so I've always wanted to wrestle Hyena Hex, and I'm glad it's yeah. finally going to happen to put that out there. But with the Crazy 8 match, it's all about just – Seeing what comes to mind, seeing how wild you can get. I know we're all going to get wild. No, definitely. And when I saw that, again, just the the name of it alone, it was like, okay, this is intriguing me now. I want to see what what this means. And then seeing the competitors, I'm like, okay, this is even crazier now. Because you're adding something to an element like this. Again, multi-mans are always fun because you get to see that clash of styles. But then you add this matchup. And again, you know with Vinny and Dirtbag Dan, you're going to see a little bit of that almost hardcore style. But again, you're from CZW. You've gotten to see the true innovation of, of a hardcore style, an ultra-violent style. So it's not something that, that that's as new. And then again, Christian Robinson, you guys have been almost that same pedigree, that same training style. And Smiley, that, that luchador, that mix, you had Marvelous, a former champion, and it's, it's a lot of different styles that I can imagine. Like you said, you're going in thinking, yeah, I could do this, I could do that. It's going to probably work out. But then you add the different elements. It's like, okay, we're going to scrap all those ideas. Let's just see how it goes in the ring. Like, yeah. So, and that, that's always the best part too because it, it also it adds that element of it's the expect the unexpected, not only for the competitors in the match, but the, for the fans. Because now the fans are also thinking, I don't know who could win this now. Because again, it's so much in there that it leaves the fans wanting more. They're like, okay, 
I want to see what's going to happen. I want to see what this guy's going to do, what that guy's going to do. What happens if they square off? Like, that's always a great part of these kind of matches. Like, Definitely. I mean, that's part of the reason why uh, the good people at Funhouse Wrestling and Titan Kids decided to put this match on because they want something that the fans can definitely, like, see and be stuck in awe with. And the crazy match is going to be that. And plus, I think it's about time to start getting gold in my belt. You know what I'm saying? So, the American Lucha Championship looking kind of nice. There you go. There you go. So, I can imagine that's that's what you're looking for next. That's it. Like, you're like, this is just almost a little bit of a of a casualty here. Like, you got to get this, but then that's that's where your sight's on. It's that championship right there. Yeah, definitely something in the forefront of my mind. But at the same time, I can't take the task of the crazy match itself lightly at all because – I don't even need to be involved in the finish of the match in order to lose. So yeah. head on swivel the entire time. Yeah, that's hey, that's 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 also the part of the, the multi-man thing that's like you kind of can't take anything lightly because one minute you're like, Yeah, I got this. Next minute, oh well, I just lost. Eh. On to the next. Yep. So but definitely I like I like how your mentality is. It's not also it's not just seeing to the next, but it's also worrying about each task right in front of you. So that's great. But some more, it's, now let's talk about that. Because, again, you're, you're trying to get some gold on your waist. We saw them earlier in the chat with Pro Wrestling R. Let's talk about that. Because you're part of another opportunity here to hold some gold as you're part of the Rise division. So at, as we proceed, you're going to be a part of this beginning of the Rise matchup here. Which, from what I'm hearing, the rumblings, it's almost tournament style, from what I'm hearing. So when you hear this division, you see who's in it. What are your thoughts about Rise, and what do you what do you think about bringing into a division like this? So with Rise is Rise is actually a mystery, believe it or not. So with what they're do, playing to with Rise is they want everybody to be on their toes, not knowing what's going to happen. Because like I'm actually not sure like what the Rise match is. Like, nobody does. We're not going to find out until day of. But I do think that Rise is going to present itself with an opportunity. With Rise, you have 10 immensely talented and full potential young talents. You got Meme. You got Samuel Fawzi. You got Chris Bishop. You're going to see something akin to why I assume would be the Super Juniors, 94. That's definitely, like, what Rise is leading into. And also, it's about seeing opportunity and making the most of it. Yeah. That's the entire concept of Rise, or at least has been presented to me. No, no, and that's what I'm hearing from. And I like, I like the concept of it. I like what a what Rise might become. Again, this is only from what I've heard, so it's all speculation. Also, as well, we're not gonna. Again, you have to be there in person to find out. So again, you're gonna want to be there on March 20th as well. Ron Starr, the guys there are amazing. They've also been a part of the show. So it's always good to talk about their shows there. And but oh, hearing this, this this ride, like I, I like the concept just because I'm also seeing it's a lot of fresh faces there. It's a lot of that new breed there. So that's always great as well. Because you're getting to see the best of the up and coming. But that also that junior style, like you mentioned, that also it seems like it, it might have that almost the mix of some some guys that could fly in there. That's something Chris Bishop and you can definitely I, I, I can't wait to see that pairing if you guys get to the touch in there. <laughs> Again, that's also that, that CZW connection there. 
Yeah. So. The crazy thing about Chris Bishop is I he's literally one of my day ones. He was actually one of my first matches. And, like, me and him, we've gone up and down the road together. And to face him in something akin to the Rise tournament is honestly, like, full circle. Circle yeah. of life. Right back to the beginning. Hey. It's, it's it's one of the best things about this business that that's how a lot of these things happen. It's like you, you notice things and it just starts to connect and it starts to add up again. That's like, you know what? Okay, here we go. Let's do it again. Like that's always, that's always the best thing. So, but again, guys, check out that rise. Cause again, we're giving you what we, what we know and it's basically nothing so far. So definitely check that out. Cause it also is featuring one of my good buddies there too, Adam Kane. So I'm looking forward to see what he does. I'm, I, I'll look forward to you two squaring off too, because that would be a nice clash of styles too. Because Adam is more of that like that uh, that brawler style in that ring. So I want to see what happens there. Oh, there yeah, we go. Knock we me got... out, but you gonna have to catch me first. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Well, hold on, we got some comments as well. Let's see. Okay, we got Joe Hale saying this is going to be a great match. Plus, you got Salem Alexander in the main event. Yeah. There you go. We're definitely going to be talking about that show in its entirety as we get closer. I definitely uh, either I got to get Unc Ron back on or I'll be doing an indie perspective as well because we always like to support Pro Wrestling Art. It's a great company there. And you got Unc Ron in the chat. What's up, Unc? Hey, baby. Rise, baby. Go. Definitely rise. Again, Unc, we're going we gonna, to, like I said, we're looking forward to that. Boom is definitely looking forward to be in it you know and it. hoping to – Win whatever that brings. Winning, winning rise. Whatever rise ends up becoming, winning it, making again that statement in pro wrestling. Art. That's what it's all about. Making those statements in all these companies. But again, now from that, where again you're going from pro wrestling R to now facing someone later in the month. We're gonna go into UWA now because this was just announced. I believe today the match was made official. Because I saw the promo earlier. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about the promo. But then now I'm seeing that the match was made official. And I can imagine this one is a little is going to be a little difficult. Because you got the preacher himself, a wrestling guru in this business, Phineas James, the preacher himself, taking on Boom Harden at UWA's next event here on 326. So I got to ask again, I saw what you were trying to do. You were trying to comfort Preacher. You that's another guy that's taking you under his wing. He's giving you a lot of uh a lot of stuff in this business and has definitely been one of those guys that hey, if you need that advice, you go to preach. So when it comes to this matchup and what, what this means now, what what are your thoughts here? I mean, if you watch the footage yourself, you can see that um that man that video was not the preacher James I know. That was a that was an angry, bitter, and rageful man. That is not the preacher that I know. The preacher that I know is a loving, kind, and sweet man. I will take the time to go through whatever move or idea or even just talk about life with you. That's the preacher I know, and that is the preacher that I want to have this match with, but I don't think that's the preacher I'm gonna get. So when you're getting this now, and again, like I said, you kind of you're starting on that road now. That again, you're making those moments, you're making those statements. So facing a guy like Preacher, it is it going to be something that you take lightly though? Because again, you're you're looking forward to, you like you said, Preacher's been that guidance there. But are you going to take Preacher lightly because of that? 
from what it seems like, Preacher, he, he's not playing any games anymore. He's looking to just – he's on a different almost gear now. He's kind of switching to a more aggressive Preacher. So how does a matchup like that, when you're we're going into that, what, what are you – what's your game plan here? I mean, part of my competitive fire does come from Preacher. He was always such a competitor when I was training with him. But I just hope that it doesn't get volatile more than it already has. I mean – if you saw the video itself, you could see that he struck me in a fit of rage, but I didn't strike back. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm 30 years younger than the preacher. If I wanted to, I could knock him into the dust, but he's my trainer. He's almost a father figure to me. So I'm not just going to sit there and put my hands on when I don't need to. So what I look for in this match is not just turn into a fight because I'm not going to fight some 50-year-old man. But... I do intend to out-wrestle him. And maybe, maybe that'll make my words ring true to him, that he doesn't need to be angry after a loss. Maybe he's just take from it and learn. I think it's about time I teach him for a change. Oh, there you go. That's, that's always the biggest lesson there, when the teacher can learn from the student. But I like what you said there. And again, it's showing, which I, I like the idea. I like that you're trying to still have that feeling there and be like, hey, you don't want this to just be aggression versus aggression. You want to see if you're going to outmaneuver. Because, again, you still care about the preacher. But I also I have to think, again, after watching that video, you might have to have your guard up a little more of that. Because I don't think preacher has that mindset of, oh, this is one of my students. I might hurt you. Because he went to striking on you like nothing. So I can imagine you kind of have to be ready for anything on, on March 26th. That's true with any competitor, but I think that the added element of him teaching me the basic foundation for what I know in this business, that does say a lot. But even though he has taught me a lot, doesn't mean that I don't have other trainers. Doesn't mean I haven't learned from more people. Doesn't mean that I've learned a few things that he just doesn't know himself. Okay, there you go. Because I was going to say, that's one of those, the biggest saying is always, he might have taught you everything you know, but he doesn't teach you everything he knows. That's also true, like we mentioned earlier. You're under the guidance even right now of Unc Deshaun Pratt. So maybe maybe Unc could teach you a few tricks about the preach. So I can imagine they've, they've squared off in the past as well, so he can tell you a few tricks to make sure you have that slight advantage at UWF. It's so. funny you say that. I'm actually going to be working out with him tomorrow night, so I may just try a game plan for preach. Are you, there you go. See? They're, they're, again, just planting those seeds. That's, that's it, guys. Planting those seeds, but Oh, wait, we got another comment here. Dominic De Niro saying, elbow cough. Oh, they, they hit you with an elbow recently? Is that is that what he's trying to say? I remember he was he was a part of Valor, too. So did that uh, – is it those memories? <laughs> I'm not sure what that elbow cough means, but I do have to say that I do miss seeing my good brother Dominic De Niro around. I hope that at some point we can wrestle. I do owe him – I must say, I do owe him uh, – I owe him a booking, honestly, because um, he had me um, scheduled for MVW, but I couldn't make it because I had an opportunity with New Japan. And yeah. I do want to make up for that. Yeah. Or I, straight up, I could just fight Dominic De Niro. Hey, boys, by that day, I feel like that equates to I feel like that equates to say, hey, you know what? I was supposed to do something for you, but why don't we just fight? Why not? Yeah, man. Hey, that, that could also be... In 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 mountain of nowhere, that could also be a thing. Maybe maybe that's what's booked. You never know. 
Stay tuned. Definitely. Folks. While we're at it, while we're plugging all these other shows, I do want to plug MBW. Yeah. MBW, Mid Valley Wrestling. Dominic Nero's putting on great shows there. Definitely want some more coming up. It's cool to see because that that um that visual that they have there, um I like it. I definitely like that different style of like how they present it. And again, it's always cool to see something that's like, it's almost that secret vibe that's you always want to see that. That's like, oh, this is cool to get to see, get a peek into it to see I mean, how yeah, that, it's, that presentation. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. So like besides <laughs> that sketchy, besides that sketchy ride up there, it's pretty nice. <laughs> that, that that's always great. That's always yeah. great. But also, again, let's do some more plugs because we also got to plug your merch. Again, that's also a big thing because right. it's, it's merch madness right now, starting actually tomorrow. So perfect time. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching it, definitely starting tomorrow, Pro Wrestling Tees is doing merch madness. So you can get 20% off using that cold madness. I'm going to also make sure you have, again, it's going to be right there. Go buy that merch, Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash boom harden go get that amazing merch because look at that you got some some cool designs there I got yeah three of the designs on the site so that's great that's a great thing right there and again go support because we're still we're still in the midst of also sadly we are still in a pandemic as well so definitely go support your your favorite workers because again the bookings are coming in but also it is far and few between sometimes because we're still trying to be safe shows are aren't running as uh, as normal as they would at one point, just because yep. we are still in the midst of all this. So I also have to ask about that. How did um how did that affect you? Because again, we're still in the midst of the pandemic as well. How was that for you, especially with um with wrestling and everything like that? So with the pandemic and that and that happening, I think that really got in my head that nothing is promised. Like. I think I really took for granted that, like, oh, man, I get to wrestle every week. Uh, show here I can go to. Show there I can go for. And then all of a sudden, that's just gone. Like, you can't go, can't wrestle anywhere now. That really, like, made me, like, put my nose to the ground, like, try to, like, work on my body as much, try to, like, watch as much film as possible. And also, like, as soon as things started to clear up a little bit, at least, like, a little bit, where I could, like, go in and, like, get a few rolls and, like, get some good workouts with some of my boys, I really want to take advantage of that. I think that that grinding period alone, that really benefited me greatly to where I'm now getting opportunities I am now. Definitely. And that's and I think that's something that it's great to hear that you also took advantage of that. You took that, that it's, you can't take moments for granted now. Like especially during that, I feel like at one point this was almost, it, it, it gave people that edge now to be like, you know what, hey, now when this is getting back to somewhat normal, which now luckily we are, getting to a point that, again, shows like CZW Limelight are almost every month now. So you get an opportunity to show out in Maryland. But that's insane, too, that CZW, it came back and came back with a punch. Like, it came back, boom. You're getting CZW shows at Studio Z. You're getting CZW shows in Maryland now with C3W, with Limelight. That's great. And that's, again, you're taking that opportunity that you were grinding. You were making sure when you were given that opportunity and when those opportunities start coming again, you were ready. You rose to the occasion like you are going to do on March 20th right there. Again, it's like I, I, it's like I, 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 I do this. I don't know. It's it's it just again, it's, it's it's just like I do this. I don't know. 
<laughs> like, but that's the great thing too. That again, you took that opportunity, you started grinding. I can imagine that's also what is giving is getting people to recognize that hey, this is what Boom's about. He's showing that he's grinding. He's making sure that um, you're able to to be a part of these shows. It's like they're taking the opportunity of you now. That's like you know what? Hey, this kid is grinding. This kid is making is actually showing the respect for his craft and is working on it. That's like, hey, we got to put him against some of our great talent there. Like again, and these promotions, like we said, we talk about with CZW. You're facing again a guy that's fresh off one of the biggest companies. He's making his impact now on the indies again, but that has to be, that's a major thing right there to get put against Lince Dorado. With TCW, they're giving you that that chance right there to be this close from championship gold as well. So that's that trust there. With Rise, again, we still don't know what it is, but they think you're going to rise to the occasion. So that's, that's what you want to see. Then again, UWA, you're, you're facing a... You're, Phineas James is seeing, hey, you know what? He's trying to make an example out of you, but I think UWA sees you can hang with the preach. They made this official official there. So it's showing that, again, your hard work is paying off. That's always great to see. I really do appreciate that, and I just hope that from this month alone that the work I do – is great. Not good, but great. I really want to put in great work this month and try to get bigger and better things moving forward. Man, that's always that's always the goal. And I feel like that's also, that's also it's one of the things from everyone that I've talked to, especially in the business, it's always they're going to be their biggest critic. Because again, I've gotten to see your work in there. I got to see especially clips out of uh, the last CZW show. Which again, you guys should definitely check out when it hits CZW Studios. And I can imagine when you see what you're doing in there, you're still saying, "Oh, this could have been better," because we're every every worker is definitely their 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 biggest critic and always wants to say, "It's not good enough. It's it's only getting better. It's only getting better." But you are doing some amazing things. I'll say that again, not being Thank biased because you. you're on the podcast, but I'm saying as someone that's gotten to see from start to where you're at now. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. And um. To answer your question, or I don't even know if you posed that as a question, but like, yes, it is very hard for me to sit through whatever matchups I have because it's very easy for me to see somebody legendary, like let's say um, a Guerrero or a Danielson, and like absolutely love what they do, but at the same time recognize that if they watch their great, great work, they're going to see flaws. They're going to see yeah. imperfections. They're going to see how they could have gotten something accomplished better. And to see my work and like think – similar thoughts i think that's very telling of like what i aspire to be like with this or like the the sense of perfection that i sense to have with what i do no and i I like that that mentality as well i the only reason i posed it that way is just saying that i can imagine that's also telling about the your, your work ethic with all this that's showing how much you respect your craft that you're willing to continue to break it down because again we're taught especially in training to break down matches, break down what you see and think about, pick up, pick it apart a bit and make sure you're learning from everything. So to be able to do that to yourself, it's showing that, hey, you know what? I got to make sure I'm better the next round. Because again, that's what it's all about, getting better to learning. So I know you're always going to be your biggest critic, even though, again, the fans are showing how much they love what you're doing. They're showing what C- they love what CMD is doing. 
So that's always great too, to see how the fans are reacting and showing that, hey, you can take it a little light. Not not take it light in the sense of not worrying about it because if you stop worrying, you're, you're not caring. But also just taking it light to know that, hey, I can still work on my craft, but no, I'm making it somewhere. I'm starting to, it's starting to work, you know? Definitely. I definitely feel that. Got you, got you. So now, again, we talked about the places, again, currently confirmed. But let's talk about where would you like to see yourself in 2022? Again, you've talked about, you've had the opportunities you've had. You've gotten to even be a part of, uh, with some some New Japan opportunities with their backstage and their, their uh, opportunities there. But where would you like to see yourself actually get to wrestle this year? Because again, now we're starting to kick off 2022. Like I said, we're kind of moving in a direction now that it's becoming a little more frequent. So we're getting more shows. We're getting more opportunities. So if you could pick what you'd like to see yourself, what are your sights on for 2022? Be it shows, opponents, well, what's in it for Boom Harden in 2022? In 2022, I definitely like to see me work with a major promotion in some form or fashion. But uh, one particular promotion that I would love to absolutely work for, especially in its uh, newest iterations coming out this April, would be Ring of Honor. I think with the people that I know and what I bring to the table as of right now, that me working for Ring of Honor is a definite, definite possibility. Just need to find that door, see I can get it open. There you go. So with, with that being said, I have to ask then, was Ring of Honor also influential on your style? Or your mentality of all this, because I know I can definitely say, especially that two 2000s era of Ring of Honor was definitely one of the most influential for a lot of us in this business. So I can imagine it had to, there had to be something there that caught your eye. Well, definitely. Actually, um, the way I started watching Ring of Honor was, of course, I heard what Ring of Honor was, but then uh, around the time it started airing on Destination America was around the time I really started watching. Around this point, this was like when uh, Jay Briscoe was the world champion. Okay. was the TV champion. Yeah. Like the tag scene had the Young Bucks and Red Dragon and War Machine. So like this is like really like my period of Ring of Honor. Okay. But then of course like you always watch like the Joes, the Punks, the Danielsons, the Raves, like yeah. always those guys. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I really hope you watch like the older stuff as well. Because that was a great era as well. The most the 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 modern era of what Ring of Honor became. It's still amazing. Again, we got some of the most entertaining matches, storylines, that great stuff. But that that history as well. Like I can imagine um, you got to be coached a little bit by Jimmy Rave as well, right? Rest yep. in peace to Jimmy Rave. So I can imagine he had to recommend, hey, check out a lot of the stuff that he was doing back in the day because the embassy was, was a big part of that Ring of Honor history. Definitely, so. especially his matches with Punk. Especially his matches yep. with Punk. He would talk to me for days about those. So that was that's always a great thing. So I can also imagine again that's that's also showing where your mindset's coming from. You're getting these opportunities to be around such great minds in the business. So I have to ask with that, who has been? Uh, which again, it's, it's going to be a very hard question to answer because of all the opportunities. But who has been that like most influential mindset you've been around? Who's been someone that's like it, it stuck with you after conversations with them? or even just getting to pick their brain for a little bit? I definitely think DJ Hyde. Definitely. Like, a lot of, like, the ways that I view 
the wrestling industry do come from him. It's yeah. Like it's just like blunt. Like matter of fact, like what wrestling is, how you're supposed to operate, how yeah. you want accomplished. Definitely DJ And plus, we both enjoy hitting people really hard, so that's really fun. Yeah, he he, he definitely has a lariat that um, yeah, it'll definitely uh take the wind out of you. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so no, but I, I feel like that's that's a great answer there because I feel like again, everyone knows DJ, the boss man himself, the Lariat God himself. But if we really sit down and have a conversation with DJ, his mindset for this business is like none other. He's one of the guys that I said, like, I've gotten to have many conversations with DJ. I've been lucky to have that, but I'm definitely that's one of the per- the people I'm looking forward to hopefully having on here as well. Cause I would love to just pick apart his brain for a little bit. Because it's one of those guys, when he when he talks to you in certain ways about the business, you start to really think and be like, holy, like this guy really, like he, he gets it. And he really has just a different even side of how he looks at things. Like there was one time he, he gave me um almost a little bit of a metaphor about wrestling. And I started thinking, I'm like, wait, how does that connect? And then you really start to think about it. And it's like, damn, he really, he's thinking about it in a whole nother level. That yeah. a lot of people, if they only knew half of it, it's like. This is why, again, like CZW has lasted twenty three years. Like, I'm gonna give you a heads up right now that if you ever do have Deej on this show, make it a it needs to be a mo it needs to be a mini series because like Deej will talk <laughs> and talk and talk and talk yeah. and talk your head off. Like, definitely, that would be a whole mini series. You ever hear about his shoot interview that was eight hours? Uh, no, but I can imagine because I've seen. The other day I was looking up, I wanted to say for the anniversary show, I was like, let me look at to see just clips of stuff. And I ran into yeah. one that was four hours long. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, how? How? So if you're telling me there's an eight-hour one, mm-hmm. that's going to be uh, yep. that would have to be a multi, multi-episode one, like you said. Yeah, I can't, I don't think we could do eight hours of just like, and, and we're still here. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh, we got Key in the chat. Key, okay, if I can't get DJ, let me get you on there. Hey. He's saying I'll never get DJ. We'll, we'll see about that, Key. How about you come on? You come talk for DJ. Yes, Key. Yes, Key. Do it. But also shout out to Key because, again, Key's someone I feel like he doesn't get his proper um, disrespect either just because he does a lot of the things that, again, I've gotten to understand how important it is and I've seen uh, through my own experiences as well. But he's doing a lot of things people don't really see in wrestling. And it's a lot of important things to be able to make these amazing events that you guys are seeing. Again, a lot of the back work for an event even like this, that's happening on Sunday. Like, there's a lot of stuff Key's helping with and making sure it's going right to allow something like that to happen. So definitely props to Key and definitely... Definitely, um, man, props to Key. Key wears so many hats for CZW, you have no idea. Not only Key, but, like, guys like um, Shannon Hunter, guys like... Gabby Gilbert, guys like uh, Michael Pankos, like the production side of like wrestling is like really big, and I'm glad that we have great people like that with CW try to get the job done. No, and definitely is it's something that again what uh what a lot of people look at it's again it's this side of it it's just the oh yeah matches are happening all this cool stuff that's it but there's so much that goes into that production side this is why I say when I have this podcast like this. I'm not just having, again, competitors, which I love talking to the talent. I love talking to the in-ring talent. But there's also so much of another side that I feel like also needs to be showcased. Like Shannon, she was one of my first guests on the podcast. Just to 
show how much she's done for, again, companies like CZW and so many more. And there's definitely going to be more people that, again, are going to be those backstage and behind the scenes that do need to have their recognition because they definitely respect this craft. Like, so that's always great. So, again, now it's time for the question I try to ask everyone because I want to hear their take on it. So for Boom Harden, again, we're talking about your future. Again, you're still very young in the business, but I can imagine you're starting to think about as well that future. So I have to ask, what is your end goal? For Boom Harden, where would you like to, to after all this, this ends, what would you like it to be? Is it going to be that contract? Is it working somewhere huge? What is it for you? I think that my end goal is to definitely be in the upper echelon of a major company, or at least I just want to leave a positive, positive legacy wrestling. Because, like, of course, my dream has always been signed to a major TV company, have a great legacy there, get that Legends contract, get put in video games, have action figures, be in movies, because I have face for the movies, baby. But uh, I just want to leave a positive legacy in wrestling. Great matches, but also be known as a great person. That's something that's really big for me. There you go. So that's yeah, that's always a great answer. Is that I like to hear what people look forward to, because because it's great to talk about their present. And it's great to talk about what it is they're doing, but also seeing where their mindset is at. That this is where they want to make it. It's always great to see. Okay, so that path kind of reflects it. You start to see this is why they make the decisions they make. This is why they that ethic is there. And again, like I said, with you, you see it. Your work ethic is very. It's very prominent there. It's very seen that you are very into your craft and you definitely have that respect for it. So that's always great to see. And I can imagine, uh, again, your time is definitely going to come. Yeah, you're very young in the career still. It's not something that's like that uh, the clock is ticking too. So that's a, that's a big thing. That's a plus. Like, that's always that's always the best thing as well. So now, again, you're mentioning those, those games and movies. So, and you also said with, the, with, with Unk, you're a little bit of a nerd as well. So I got to ask, to, to cut the, the tension a little bit too, you, are you looking forward to any certain like video games and stuff like that? Does that also pique your interest? Definitely 2K22. I already pre-ordered it. I'm going to play okay. that as soon as it comes out. Want to try the new GM mode. Definitely want to try to get my rise going. There you go. There you go. So I had to ask, because I'm like, okay, wait. Because this is also, that's a part of the channel here. We do some some game streaming as well. So I got to bring that back once 2K22 is fully out and about. So uh, so 2K22 does interest you, though. Yes. And I can imagine you're also, you saw what, sadly, what 2K20 was. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, again, I'm in, I think I'm in the minority of that. I tried to make it work. Because I still, I did a lot of content out of 2K20. Yep. But, the triangle reversal, I think that was the most annoying part. Really, the triangle reversal, definitely, because okay. it's like I was so used to like the R two trigger that like the fact that I have to press triangle now, reverse move. <laughs> from from what I'm hearing me. now, it's a whole new again. The whole control setup is all different now. So, I believe R two is reversal again. I believe. Yes. But I also heard there's also dodges and stuff now, so it's a little, hmm. there's a little difference. That's also hmm. something. Um, I believe I'm doing next Tuesday, I want to say, I'm doing a whole like breakdown of what we've we've found out through like uh, the 2K reels and all that before the game launches next Wednesday. 
I definitely have a pre-ordered ready. I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah, and it's also a good platform because I get to create content and create, uh, even again, guys that are in the business. Like a lot of the guys you've gotten to be a part of with the dojo, I've made Unk Deshaun Pratt in the game before. Unk's seen it. I made his custom before. I've made the rep on there. With 2K22, I might have to make a boom now. Add him to my universe or my my. You GM. definitely should. You definitely yeah. should. But make <laughs> yeah, sure he yeah. has his own boom hard wristbands, though. Got to put that. In hey, I had everything. I make sure even to the littlest now. detail, though. So, where, where can people get that? Is, that? is that a part of a? Is that going to be a part of the merch? Oh uh, yes, there's no website listing yet, but we will have these at every single event I am at coming up. I will have wristbands. They come in orange, pink, Ooh. purple, and gold, and yellow. There you go. There you go. So again, you're gonna want to check out that merch. Once again, let's show that those, those t-shirts as well. Because again, that yeah. merch madness is happening starting yeah. tomorrow. So again, you're gonna want to be there early tomorrow because I know with merch sites like this, those sites are gonna crash because once those deals are coming in, it's gonna go crazy. So definitely go check out Boom's merch. And again, go check them out. At all these shows again coming Sunday, limelight number three. It's the third installment here, and it's a great matchup. With Boom versus Lindsay Dorado, again, bring it, baby. You can imagine Unk's gonna not be too far away because you never know where Mike Walker is either. Mike's a guy that's always roaming. So if he, if he tries would. to step in, I know Unk is gonna be, is not be that far. Also, I wish he again, would try, man. You got Titan Kids and Funhouse Wrestling presenting the Funhouse Crazy Eight. Loco Ocho. On, so you never know what's gonna happen there. And then, again, that rise matchup yeah, at baby. Pro Wrestling R's as we proceed. We still don't know what this matchup brings. Again, could it be a scramble itself? Could it be a multi-man battle royal? Could it be the reverse battle royal? You never know if that's a thing. I wanted to be a cybernetico. <laughs> now, now, that would be interesting. I mm. wish. We got, we got to talk to Uncle Ron about that. But also, again, UWA Elite, it's the student versus the teacher. It's, it's a great story to be told here, and I can't wait to see how you two square off. So again, guys, this has been another great episode. Boom, thank you so much for coming on. Before we go, let's make sure people are following you because you're going to want to check out his amazing matches, his clips, and all those great things. Go follow Boom on Instagram. That's going to hey. be Boom Harden right there. Go follow on the Twitter, at Boom Harden. Links are also down in the description down below. As always, go follow, go follow me as well. Because you're going to want to make sure you're, you're finding out next podcast and all that great stuff. So go follow me on the IG and then yeah, on him. Twitter as well. Boom follows me. So definitely go follow me as well. Definitely. So as always, guys, Boom, thank you so much for coming on. This was a great podcast episode. I hope you you had to, you enjoyed your time. And I hope you also go kick some ass this weekend. You so, know I will. As always, guys, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people. As always, respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.